one time like this. Make it pop like this. Make it knock like this. Make it drop like Before you come to conclusions, you need to know this is not a rap podcast, but a continuing story about an evil demon who plans to destroy a southern California werewolf community. She's planning to take over yours too. So, you need to listen and be ready. Last night, Jaws J, an author werewolf, parked his car at the top of Baldwin Hills, overlooking the Crenshaw district in Los Angeles. City lights twinkle under a deep purple sky. Now, sunlight glared through the car's windshield, squinting his eyes. He had needed the rest in order to fight the enemy. Had to regenerate and heal the burns on his body. Life had been ruthless these days. He was hit with shit he didn't see coming. While guilt and rage consumed his mind, the pain that had racked his body was gone. Eight hours of sleep in isolation made him strong enough, he hoped. Evil like a blanket smothered the city he loved and he had to stop it. The demon had burned Edna his lady's home to the ground. Luckily, she and her mother-in-law had escaped and him. Well, like a fool, he'd rushed into the burning building to save the two women. After he stumbled out of the building, badly burned, Edna rang his cell phone. Honey, I'm okay. Are you sure? I thought you were in the house. No, we and Mama Lamont got the hell out of there. Now, I need to find Cray. Damn, he loved that human. But now that his body had healed, it was time for him to get to work. He had a demon to hunt and, unfortunately, find it in his son, Craig, a young college basketball player who had been captured by the demon. He put his phone on vibrate. Who is it? He stared at the screen. Unknown caller. Master told me to call you. Who is your master? He told me to tell you. He put the half-dead animal behind the dumpster on Skid Row. I am not in the mood for pranks. The place is between Maine and Broadway, and the dumpster's behind a closed Chinese place. You better get there before he dies. He had questions. So many. But the caller disconnected. 
He had work to do and a demon to kill. He clicked off the phone then, pulled on his pants and shrugged into a shirt. Damn. Los Angeles was a big-ass city on Skid Row. Too many smells in one place. Cars. So many of them. Move slow. Finally, he made it to Wilshire. Still, traffic inched along the wide street. George J. took in a tense breath and felt the wolf who shared his soul. Not now, man, he told it. Later. He plugged his phone into the car's Wi-Fi and found. Oldie but goodie. He closed his eyes at a red light. You know we got to find a way to get my ass downtown today. A horn beeps behind him. No time for the rhyme. Not today or maybe ever. The constant reminder of losing his pack played on his mind. Word on the street, the demon or vampire, or whatever she was, had plans to take over Shadow Delay, a place where Vampires and werewolves lived, undetected. Her first task, to take over the werewolves. And, like a fool, he thought, what the hell could a woman do? He'd been an arrogant asshole, and he'd ignored the warnings before the demon sent her army of werewolves to attack. Cleon, his second-in-command's twin brother, came to see him. I know I am supposed to talk to my brother before I talk to you, because he is your beta, but this is urgent and I must speak to you alone. Jaws slapped the scared wolf on the shoulder. Okay, tomorrow, you and I will grab some lunch and talk. I'll invite your brother along. No, especially, not my brother. No one can hear what I am going to tell you. No one. A dark, foreboding expression had settled in Cleon's eyes that night. So why? Had he dismissed the scared wolf? Shit. He knew why. He'd planned to see the human woman he loved. Edna. While he'd walked around with his heart up his ass. His beta. The wolf he'd known and trusted most of his life. Had betrayed him and the pack. I have more to tell you in part two. I will get back to you as soon as I can. In the meantime, stay vigilant and woke.